You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fart Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is the New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. All right, coming to you from the studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility, it's the OFNT podcast. So, you're blowing off the second dose of those two-dose COVID vaccines? Seems like a bunch of folks are. The J&J one-dose shot for the win. Now you see why Pfizer tried to sideline it. Hey, the CDC says if you've had the jab, you can go outside without a mask. Kind of, sort of. Have you pre-ordered air tags? I wonder how successful these things will be. You notice that many Trump allies around the world are under attack? Witch hunt? What witch hunt? Hey guys, pray for India. The COVID virus gifted to the world by the CCP is hitting them hard right now. For those listening to the show from there, remember, keep your heads down and you'll make it. It'll get better. We here in New York went through that and we're still standing and you'll still be standing after this is over. So, as usual, we're going to start off with some tech news. Hate to say I told you so, but from TheVerge.com, Spotify is raising prices for lots of its plans, reads the headline. If you recall, I told you of an article a couple episodes ago in which the author gleefully reported that Spotify had recognized the unionization of Gimlet Media and The Ringer. Those are two company-owned podcast networks. There are more to come as other networks that were snapped up by Spotify move towards unionization. I half joked that we'd be seeing subscription prices increase in response. Well, it didn't take long. Prices increased in Europe on most plans, while only the family plans saw an increase stateside. Well, Spotify has assured us, though, that more price increases are inbound for the U.S. market. I'm not an anti-union guy, but realize that upon recognition of one or more unions within a company... Operating costs are bound to go up. 
To make up for it, the corporation will have to raise prices. That's just inevitable. Well, I guess I wasn't the only one to not like the shiny white bezels of the newly redesigned iMac. A poll conducted by 9to5Mac.com shows most people hate it or just plain don't like it. The company Dbrand, makers of vinyl phone covers and who seem to advertise everywhere in digital existence, have seen an opportunity here and are selling black vinyl covers for your new IMAX bezel for the bargain price of $49.95. If you want to cover your entire IMAX in black, that will set you back a not very economical $609.85. iOS 14.5 has been released to the general public. If you would like to be able to unlock your phone while wearing a mask, this is your upgrade. One caveat, you have to be wearing an Apple Watch to do this. I've been running various versions of this upgrade for a while now as I'm enrolled in the beta program. The mask unlock works well, but the hand washing timer works when it wants to. CNET.com has an article concerning the release of two new Linksys-branded Wi-Fi 6E-capable routers. Wi-Fi 6E operates at the 6 GHz band and has twice the bandwidth, in theory, of the 5 GHz band. The HydroPro 6E is a standalone device, while the Atlas Max 6E can be expanded into a mesh network. Both models will go for $500, but the Atlas Max will be $900 for a two-piece and $1,200 for a three-piece mesh system. I see where the company came up with the Max moniker. For that price, I hope you would see instantaneous uploads and downloads. I think I'll wait until prices come down to a reasonable level before even considering a Wi-Fi 6E compatible mesh system. Other than these stories, there was not much to report in the world of tech this week. Tech I'm using. Well, I have to give it to Microsoft. The company's OneDrive cloud service is top-notch. Much better than Apple's iCloud. Because Windows is still the de facto largest operating system for consumers and businesses, it's everywhere. In the past, I used to carry a MacBook Air around with me and write things for the show on IA Writer while using my iPhone for internet connectivity. Even though my data was synced to the iCloud, if I tried using another computer via iCloud, my work wouldn't show up for some time. With my move to a desk job this past October, my access to a computer has increased. I have a personal OneDrive account on my work computer and the OneDrive app on all my iOS and Mac OS devices. And as soon as I open those apps on my Apple machines, my files are right there instantaneously. I don't even drag the MacBook Air around with me any longer. I use Word to jot down ideas and such and open the file in Apple's pages for later editing. OneDrive has improved my workflow immensely. Entertainment News I told you last episode that I would not watch the Oscars award ceremony. Well, actually I did watch it. I've been doing that a lot lately. Remember I said I wouldn't get the COVID vaccine? Yeah, how did that work out for me? Anyway, while I was watching the first part of the show, after the initial I'm the mother of a black son speech, I actually put my AirPods in and started listening to a podcast, so I don't know how those first few lectures, I mean acceptance speeches, went. I've heard one of the awardees let a BLM chant. I'm not sorry I missed that. 
I know later in the show, one guy claimed that police were shooting more African-Americans than other races. Well, that's a fact check false. Another called for gun control, which I predicted. Though the lecturing was way down, like the show's ratings this year. You're fired. I guess because of who's occupying the White House these days. It seemed some award winners were just dying to say something, but couldn't. The surprise was the speech from Tyler Perry. This guy knows the deal and won much respect from me. Watch it yourself on YouTube. Other observations I had were Haley Berry looked like she was ill. Is something wrong with her? Also, is Hollywood's financial love affair over with the CCP? I mean, they awarded Best Director in Picture to a Chinese immigrant who the CCP has erased because of past statements. Now, this couldn't have gone down well in Beijing. The whole thing seemed rushed, and it was just abruptly ended. I don't know. The whole production came off as weird to me. Did you watch it? What did you think of it? Don't want to pony up $14.99 per month for a subscription to HBO Max? Well, how does $9.99 sound? That's the rumored price you'll pay for an ad-supported version of the streaming service. Supposedly, HBO originals like Game of Thrones, for example, won't have commercials, but all other content will. We'll just have to wait and see how many people will go for an ad-supported service like this one. Podcast news. Now, there's no slowdown of celebrities jumping into podcasting. The latest is comedian Dave Chappelle. He's teamed up with Luminary for the Midnight Miracle podcast. This show will be available behind the new Apple Paywall system and, of course, on Luminary's app. So if you want to listen to the show, well, you're going to have to pay. This is the future. Big-name celebrities and so-called influencers will be behind paywalls on Apple, Spotify, and other apps. The lowly independent podcaster who might want to monetize will be on Patreon or an equivalent service. Larger audience independents will also turn to advertising for revenue. Independent mopes like me will probably end up on Anchor.fm, Red Circle, or some other free hosting service. I mean, why should I pay a host $15 and up when I can get most of what I'm paying for on a free hosting service? The only benefit I get from a paid host is better statistics, and for the size of my audience, it's just not worth the 20 bucks a month I pay for hosting this show. Looking on the bright side, with all these celebrity shows going behind a paywall, cheap people like your host will most likely listen to free shows, which will be overwhelmingly independent. And just because these name-driven shows are behind a paywall, don't think for a minute that they will be free of advertisements. And not to be outdone by Apple, Variety.com is reporting that Spotify will launch its own podcast subscription service and won't charge the creator any money. Now, I don't know how Spotify expects to make any money for themselves out of this, unless your show has to be exclusive to them. Or perhaps, unlike Apple, Spotify will accumulate and sell your personal data. I guess we'll find out next week. Ooh, never mind. Spotify has already announced how subscriptions will work on its platform. The show must be hosted on Spotify-owned podcast host Anchor.fm, but unlike Apple, the subscription-based show will be monetized on other platforms. You just have to monetize it on Anchor and they'll do the rest for you. 
For the next two years, Spotify will not charge the creator anything, but after that time, they're looking at a 5% charge. That's a lot lower than Apple's 30 and 15% charges. Also, unlike Apple, you are limited to charging $2.99, $4.99, or $7.99 for your show. Again, the only way I can see Spotify making money off this, at least in the first two years, is the accumulation and sale of listener data. The Spotify announcement was gleaned from an article on allaccess.com. I have to say, this is a good move by Spotify. You'll see a lot of shows who want to monetize switch to anchor.fm, lured by just having to monetize in one place instead of multiple places like Apple system, and the free hosting. This will attract many. Combine this with Spotify being available on both iOS and Android, while Apple's podcast app is just an iOS-only app. And not to be outdone by Apple or Spotify. NPR, also known as National Public Radio, is jumping into the subscription model with both feet. This according to HotPodNews.com. The so-called public broadcaster podcast arm will be using both Apple and Spotify's new subscription system and introduce their own subscription service. You'll have the option of subscribing to a show, a particular public radio station, or to NPR as a whole. No matter which way you subscribe, you'll be getting ad-free episodes. So nice of them. You know, I just don't understand how public radio works here in the USA. I understand they're designed as not-for-profit, but NPR receives income in the form of grants from the government, which is from your tax dollars, grants from businesses and political organizations, like the Soros Foundation, for example. And then they'll whore out their staff to for-profit entities for a price and sell off assets for big profits and buy assets for big money. They also generate revenue from the advertisements on their podcasts. Now, I haven't listened to NPR since the early 1990s, Back then, I'd listen to All Things Considered on the drive home from work. That was when they were still trying to just present news and not make news or give its listeners the opinion-driven drivel they're well-known for these days. You're talking about an organization that requires its member stations to use $5,000 microphones to comply with the distinct NPR sound. You can achieve this same sound at home by having a decent condenser mic and not using compression or a de-esser. That's why their announcers and hosts sound like hissing snakes. My question is, why is a single cent of my taxes going towards this corporate monstrosity? And speaking of NPR, the company's digital media division, which I assume to be the brawn behind all those branded podcasts, has unionized this week. Expect the hiring of more independent contractors starting in 3, 2, 1. Facebook, I mean Facebook, now features podcast playback capability. That's thanks to incorporating a Spotify mini player. I'm sure both companies get your personal data and sell it. Ain't love grand. Newsmax has launched a daily podcast, but you probably wouldn't know that because of all the podcast news sites, only allaccess.com carried the announcement. Of course, at the end of the article, they had to state that Newsmax is further right even than Fox, but hey, kudos for even carrying the announcement. 
The show is more of a review of a particular news topic, not a competitor to the New York Slimes podcast, The Daily. The production could be better. It sounds as if the host is using a Blue Yeti microphone in his unfinished basement. Yes, it's that bad. It seems old Joe Rogan is in hot water again. Nah, he didn't say anything considered transphobic this time. Now he's being accused of being an anti-vaxxer. Oh no. This according to an article on Variety.com. Mr. Rogan was quoted as saying that if a healthy 21-year-old who was eating right and working out asked him whether or not to get the COVID vaccine, he would tell him no. Of course, the blue check marks and leftist outlets like Media Matters had a fit. They were claiming that this is just the latest falsehood spread by Rogan on his podcast. They want to cancel this guy so bad, but so far nothing has stuck. I'm sure the woke New York employees of Spotify are calling for meetings and counseling as I record this. I wonder if Spotify will eventually buckle and release Joe Rogan from his contract. Time will tell. Old Spotify also reported increased revenues, crediting the Joe Rogan experience with gaining more users for the platform and being its number one podcast. Spotify's number two podcast is Renegades, that Springsteen and Obama Mutual Love Fest podcast. Whatever happened to Michelle Obama's show? Has it withered and died yet? One could hope. That was a quiet week in the world of podcasting. As far as this show goes, I'm not investing any more money into equipment. I'll be concentrating on soundproofing my environment and other improvements. It comes to a point when investing in microphones, etc. delivers diminished results. I'm also thinking of starting a new shorter form podcast. I would probably host this on Red Circle. I'll let you know. Time for a rant. While perusing the intertubes one fine day, I came across an article about some tech company banning all political activity on work communication systems. The employees and the author of the article were very upset about this. The author even went on to say that policies such as this will dissuade potential employees from even considering this company because the prospective employee needs to believe he is contributing and helping to make the world a better place. How ranting about politics and virtue signaling at work would help achieve this is beyond this old fart's comprehension. And why must you believe your work is helping the world become a better place? Shouldn't you be worrying about making your own life better? Well, I guess if you still live with your racist parents... And the only bills you have are the car note on the BMW and the college loan, which will be forgiven because Uncle Joe said so. Then I guess that saving the world would be a concern. Boy, these communist professors have really done a number on our youth. Well, I have a college-inspired term for you. Self-actualize. Look it up if you weren't taught this while pursuing your degree in gender studies. Try it someday. It will help you understand that you are not, in the grand scheme of things, going to make a difference either way by your work. Try improving yourself and your family first before taking on the world. Stop worrying about everyone else and just worry about you and your family. You won't be as angry. You'll probably live longer. And maybe, just maybe, you'll have 
more friends. Well, that music's playing, so that means episode double seven is officially ending. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you are so inclined. Tell me what you like and dislike. I'd love to hear from you. So be safe, and I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now here's a shot. Now remove your mask and get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.